Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello everyone, finally the day is here. You're listening to Spanicdotes by Sonata on Hubhopper and today is the 15th episode which is the last episode of season 1. I am a little bit sad but I am also excited for season 2. We will be back with season 2 very soon. There will be a little bit of a gap but uh, that's because I'm writing the stories. So we will be back with season 2 pretty soon. So in this interim period I would respectfully urge you to share spanning doors with your friends your neighbors uh, listen to it maybe one more time maybe two times who knows and thank you so much for the support you've shown me 15 episodes that's 15 weeks that's slightly over three months that you have accepted me and brought me into your lives opened your worlds to me empowered me nourished me thank you so much i'm so grateful and i hope you continue the support that you've given spanning door season one to spanning door season two i will be back soon keep writing to me i love reading your letters i'm on instagram as sonteshwari my facebook is sonata parashar and the spanning doors page is on facebook if you want to read these spanicdotes so there are more spanicdotes on facebook so you can just go onto the spanicdotes page like it and read it and tell me what you think so today's episode is about uh, a thief who came to burgala house when we had just moved into a new house and how uh, from being a thief he actually ended up becoming an integral part of our life and how he transformed from wanting to burgle us to wanting to serve us and how something um, as simple as allowing people their mistakes can have a transformative effect on them is what this story is about and i will quickly move to the story thank you so much for tuning in and this is the last episode of spanicdotes so i really hope you enjoy this story So I was born in Bongaigao as I have been talking in most of my episodes but uh, there was a lot of militancy in Bongaigao and my family had to move from Bongaigao to Guwahati very urgently and when we moved from Bongaigao to Guwahati we stayed at a rented house before building our own we were used to a certain area allotted to us to play because the rest belonged to the landlord it felt odd to be told where to play almost like prison. Bongaiga wasn't like that. Bongaiga was very open and in Guwahati, which is like the sort of metro city of the northeast, uh, spaces were limited. Meanwhile, we had no clue that our parents were moving us to a house with a large backyard, a fish pond, a bamboo grove, six ducks, 12 rabbits, four dogs and lots and lots of greenery. When we moved to our new home, we felt like we were in wonderland. Two years of living in a rented house felt totally worth it. Like we totally understood why our parents kept us in rented accommodation because they were building a home in this wonderful place. And oh my god, I am so grateful to have grown up in the lap of nature. I pride myself in being one of those kids of my generation that used to come back from school, drop her school bag, take a fishing rod and go to the pond on the backyard to fish. Guys, if you haven't fished, trust me, you're missing out on life. Just find a place and learn to fish. It is such an enjoyable experience and it teaches you a lot of things. So I learned how to patiently wait for the fish to eat the bait and not pull out until the tug was strong enough to ascertain that the bait had been swallowed. I had named each one of the rabbits and I knew them by their peculiar fur spots. I had 22 rabbits and I knew 
each and every one of them. The ducks would laze around the pond and lay eggs every alternate day. When I look back, I feel so good to have grown up in the lap of nature. I was a total hillbilly. We had lost two ducks and a couple of rabbits to a wild cat, which would come and take them away at night. As a countermeasure, we increased the height of our boundary wall, hoping that it would put an end to it. And it did. There were talks among our parents to give away the rabbits and ducks to the neighboring convent we shared a boundary wall with. Both of them had jobs and the wildlife was getting harder for them to handle than they had anticipated. We, my brother and I, opposed this decision vehemently, but the talks and contemplations were going on. Anyway, this story is about the time when a thief broke into our compound and almost stole the stereo from my dad's car. It was about 2.30 a.m. and for some reason my dad woke up to sounds coming from the garage. We were all woken up and asked to be quiet. We saw him through our window. It was the funniest thing. He opened the car, took out the stereo and was about to make a dash when my father sprung out of the main door to catch him. The thief ran as fast as he could while my dad chased him. We had all come out to see what's happening from the veranda that gave us a good view of the backyard. Meanwhile, my mother let loose of the dogs who went chasing after the thief. In the dark, he did not see our fish pond and he fell right into it. This is when my dad paused and he looked at us and he said, Come down, come down, come down. So we went and sat next to him as the thief waddled in the water. So our fish pond had about... Three and a half, four feet deep water, and the thief was like waist deep in water, and he was waddling in the water. Very leisurely, my dad lit a cigarette and shouted out to him, saying, "You have already destroyed my car stereo. Come out. You seem like a young boy. I will not do anything. Just get out and go home." Then the thief replied. He said, "Then the thief replied, 'No, I know you will take me to the police. I had stolen rabbits and ducks before.'" The thief fessed up to all our surprise. Oh, so it was not a wild cat? My mum interrupted. Obviously, ma, we chipped in. Dad took a few drags of the cigarette and said, Beta, do as your heart says. I will let you go. I think you should get out of the water. It's 3 a.m. and you cannot climb these walls. So please get out. No, he replied. Okay, my father looked at us and got up and led us all back home. We all came back home. We were like, okay, let him be in the fish pond for however long he wants. Maybe if we go home, he will get out of the pond and he will go out. But this is something strange that happened in the next 10 minutes, okay? So within 10 minutes, our main door was knocked violently. Like he rang the bell a bunch of times and then when nobody came to open it in a short enough time, it seemed like it was an emergency. The thief was knocking the door violently. He was at our doorstep and he asked dad to take him to a hospital. We were looking at all of this from afar through peeking glances with no clue what was happening. Next thing, dad stormed into the kitchen, tore a towel to shreds and tied up different areas of the thief's body as if to stop circulation and immediately took him in the car out to a hospital. We were asked to go back to sleep and resume life as usual. A few weeks later, the thief was hired as our car cleaner. We recognized him and learned that he was bitten by snakes the other night at the fish pond. I asked my father why did he hire a thief, to which he said he fessed up on his own that he had been stealing from us and all by himself he went into the pond where he was bitten by snakes which was alarming because we had no clue our fish pond had snakes. I paid for his hospital dues and did not report him to the police. He volunteered to do car wash for a year in exchange. So why not? For all you know it will make him feel better. Let him do it. 
Our pond had to be dug up because of snakes laying eggs in the bamboo grove, leading to a snake infestation in the pond. There were so many times that I would go and fish after school well into the evenings without a clue that there were snakes multiplying in the fish pond. The thief falling into the pond actually helped save us all from possible snake bite accidents. We were sent to boarding school eventually and the ducks and rabbits were given away to the convent. I used to visit them when I came home for summer holidays. There's a kitchen garden now where the pond used to be where my folks um today where my folks grow fresh produce the life i left behind for a synthetic life in delhi i tell you that was such an amazing night and that is the last episode of spanic dose i hope you found it interesting it's it's so crazy how fate and destiny work out right because come to think of it either my brother or i or someone else would have been bitten by snakes and then we would have found out that you know there were snakes in the pond and that guy the thief he he probably wasn't a seasoned thief you know because when push came to shove and he accidentally jumped into the fish pond he fessed up so for somebody to fess up it means yeah you know he's not a hardened criminal or anything and it all worked out in the end so that's how destiny is and as destiny would have it last year that is 2018 and uh, the year before that 2017 a lot of you have written to me asking me what was the personal problem that i keep talking about what is the abuse that i went through etc etc so um something uh, i i i cannot really talk about it right now because it hasn't reached a resolution but i promised you but i promise you the day it reaches a resolution i am going to make an episode about just that but something unfortunate happened to me someone i trusted someone i uh, gave my uh, 90% 100% 110% to sort of let me down i was very disappointed and uh, a set of people who i thought were like my own parents uh, stabbed me in the back um so a lot of bad things basically happened to me in a row and uh, destiny as destiny would have it now that i think about it because it's been a while since that happened i'm no longer bitter about it yeah it feels sad sometimes but i look back at it i have learned to let go of it because ultimately what that experience let in me was help me write these panic notes help me go inwards think about the things that i went through in life feel so grateful to have had such an interesting life and then to share it with you guys talk to you guys get appreciation emails from you guys and the support that you've given me is tremendous So this 15 weeks have been extremely extremely I don't even have a word to say it's like wow I never thought I'd come this far I never thought there'd be people who would walk up to me and tell me that oh you are you are Sonata we keep seeing your ads on Instagram or you know we keep we have heard spanic dots uh, please make two episodes a week we really love your story some of you have written that that's so cute thank you so much um my colleagues have been extremely supportive i have the best colleagues in the world uh, my friends have been extremely supportive spanic dots season 2 is going to be about the friendships that i have had in my life and uh, i am just so emotional right now i don't even want to end this episode because i know this is the last episode but uh, all good things come to an end for better things to come 
so spangdo season 2 is just around the corner and this has been an amazing journey it was wonderful to share this with you i would like to give a huge shout out to the people at hub hopper hub hopper is india's largest podcasting app uh, these guys are amazing i had just write, started writing spanish notes they reached out to me uh, and uh, Here I am with one of their top performing originals podcasts and getting renewed for a second season. So everybody in Hub Hopper, thank you so much for making Spanigdotes a podcast a possibility. Thank you so much for renewing me for season 2. <laughs> and I hope we continue to have season 3 and season 4. I'm really looking forward. This has been a great lesson um in podcasting for me. and um, i'm much more comfortable needless to say so thank you thank you thank you and i will see you soon i cannot say next friday because i'm writing season 2 i will see you soon and i hope you all miss me because i will miss you until we meet again bye bye Mwah. i hope you enjoyed this hub hopper original podcast If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info@hubhopper.com. That's info@hubhopper.com and we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.